You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 32. Hey, this is Liz Watt. Do you know you have a light within you just waiting to be shared with this world? Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. But as we become more aware of this light, this light can become our ultimate guidance emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So I want to ask you, do you want to take a journey with me? Do you want to take a journey together and bring our light to this world? If so, let's shine for all to see. Hi everyone, it's Liz and I'm going to welcome you out to the podcast today. I've been thinking about fear and doubt lately and how it is part of our progression here on earth and in the gospel. Growing up in a polygamous family and then later on going on to become a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I have had this deep-seated fear within me that has affected me uh, my whole life because I always have that fear that I'm going to have I'm going to slip up and I'm going to not, um, I'm going to be deceived or else I'm going to fall away. Or if I'm not perfect, then, then something because of the choices that I make might not lead me on the right path. And so I've always had that fear of making sure that I'm always doing what's right. And I'm always listening to the best material and I'm always listening to the best talks and I try to keep out everything that doesn't help me to progress. And I lived like this for a very long time. I lived like this until the Spirit told me that I needed to learn more. But I kind of pushed that away. Every time the Spirit would teach me that I needed to learn more, I would kind of dodge away and be like, oh no, that's not true. And because the reason why I did that is because I wanted to make sure that I was on a safe path. And when we're on a safe path, which is really good to be on a safe path, but when our path is just going forward, then we don't notice the beautiful things that can be on the side also. And that's how I was. I was so straightforward with how I thought, how I acted, how I, what I read, what I watched, just everything was just on that straight path. And we hear within the church, the church that I belong to, is that we need to be on that straight and narrow path. And I get that. I get that we need to be on that straight and narrow path. But there's also a lot of things that we are missing that are still on that path. But we have trained ourselves to think that it's not on that path. But the only way that if you look at this, the only way that Adam and Eve were able to progress, they were able to get out of the Garden of Eden. That's the only way that they were able to progress. Sometimes we put our own parameters on what is the straight and narrow path. 
and we forget about all of these other things that can also be part of our path. And it wasn't until I decided that I needed to open up my tunnel vision, open it up wider, that I was able then to learn more and I was able to connect with Heavenly Father and I was able to strengthen my my ability to be able to understand how the Holy Ghost leads me in my life. And now some people may say, you know what? I don't really want to stray. And hey, I don't want to either. I, like I said, I have that fear within me that it could be me and that I can stray. But one thing that we have to remember is if this finding out new stuff, reading new things, you know, watching new things, um, all of these things gives us the ability to strengthen our relationship with God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost because it puts us in circumstances that we have to ask and that we have to find out for ourselves. So I want to share with you a story that happened to me. And I think I've probably shared on the podcast before, but if not, um, or if you have, it's just a refresher. But if not, I wanted to share this experience that I had. One day I went to the temple and I was really frustrated. I was sad. I just had this feeling in, in me that was not very good because I had family members, I had friends that were just struggling in their lives, in the church, all of this. And I was sitting there feeling like, it's going to be me next. When's it going to be my turn? When am I going to leave? When am I going to start not having, you know, these making the right choices? And I was really just struggling and I was talking to Heavenly Father in a prayer. And I just said, Heavenly Father, when is this going to be me? How can I stay strong? Like, when am I going to be affected by what's going on? And as I was just pleading with Heavenly Father, with tears coming down my eyes, I opened up my eyes and there was a picture of Christ right there in the temple. And all of a sudden, I just heard the words that said, always keep your eyes focused on Christ. And I realized something right then. Why am I being afraid by everything that's going on around me? My job and the only thing I need to do is to keep my eyes focused on Christ. That is where I'm going to find safety. That is where I'm going to find my answers. So when I look at things in my life and I look at doubt, I look at fear, I look at all of these hard things that we go through, I've come to understand that the root of fear and the source of doubt is actually the same. Fear is the uncertainty of God's plan and doubt We don't understand the process of God's plan. But if we always do what was told to me in the temple, 
if we always keep our eyes focused on Christ, then we will always be going in the right direction. But if we remove doubt and fear and just look at the next step, do we really need to know the whole plan? Or can we just take the next step? The world will tell us that we have to know what's ahead of us. That we have to know that whole plan. And that is where our doubts start to creep in. But we don't have to know the whole plan. We just have to know what our next step is. Because sometimes we feel that we need to know all the answers and it is the answers that will give us our next step. But what if we are actually asking the wrong question? If we are asking the wrong question, then we will get the wrong interpretation of our answer. I am reminded of a story in Alma about Korahor. And in Alma 30, Korahor was talking to Alma. And Alma was trying to tell him that there is a God. And Korahor comes back and says, If thou wilt show me a sign, then will I be convinced of the truth. How often are we like Korahor with our doubts? How often do we say, show me or give me, and then only will I believe? What if we just stepped back and asked a different question? I have really come to find out that it's okay to have these wrestles with inside of us. These wrestles are actually part of the plan. Reading the scriptures, you will see so many people that have wrestles. I often think of Sariah, Lehi's wife. She complained to her husband because he was a visionary man, and she didn't fully trust that he was being led by God. Lehi also complained, and he was even a prophet. But it was Nephi's faithfulness that helped him see a different light. We all struggle, and it's okay to struggle. We all have doubts, and it's okay to have doubts. And that's one thing that I learned for so many years. All the times that I had a doubt, I tried to push it away because I wanted to make sure that I stayed on that straight and narrow path. But it's as we go through these struggles with these doubts that we actually become stronger, that we start to, our world begins to open up and we start to learn and experience because we have to go to Heavenly Father and ask Him about these doubts. I was in Relief Society one day and a sister was talking about doubt. And she said, you know, I've come to realize that everyone has doubts. But most of us are just afraid to express them. What if we decided to just express them so that we can work through them? And that's what I was doing. I was just pushing them aside and pushing them aside, not actually asking and I kind of feel that when we just push them aside, that is when, when something big comes up in our lives, that we might not have that strong foundation to stand on. Because we're so used to pushing things away that we haven't come to the realization of our own self and how we believe and that our testimony hasn't been tested and that we are then just 
being a follower to everybody else. We're just attaching to everybody else's testimonies. But what if we went through these processes? What if we admitted that we actually have doubts? And what if we worked through those doubts with our Heavenly Father? Because the real question is, what do we do with the struggle? Whenever we struggle, we need to ask ourselves one question. What is the next step that will bring me closer to Christ? Just like I was told in the temple, always keep your eyes focused on Christ. Well, when we have doubts, what if we asked ourselves that question? What is the next step that will bring me closer to Christ? In Moroni 10.4 in the Book of Mormon, it says, And when ye shall receive these things, I would exhort you that you would ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, if these things are not true. And if ye shall ask with a sincere heart, with a real intent, having faith in Christ, he will manifest the truth of it unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost. I want you to think about these two statements. Being faithful is, I will keep the commandments because of whatever it is. Being doubtful is, I will keep the commandments if something benefits you. But it actually should be, I will keep the commandments because. A man named Adam Cotter wrote, If you seek an answer to a spiritual question from the source of all knowledge, then you will have to follow his rules to get the answer. This process requires at least a desire to understand the truth and a willingness to follow God's will. Otherwise, you risk talking yourself into the answers you want to believe rather than receiving actual answers from God. It is normal to feel concerned and, and uneasy when confronted with an unfamiliar idea, especially if it challenges a strongly held belief. What matters is not letting this uneasiness turn us from our covenant during our search for answers. I have learned from the personal experiences that we cannot turn our back on God and then expect Him to answer our questions on our terms. It takes faith to continue keeping the commandments while our, our uncertainty is being resolved. It may be tempting to withhold or limit our obedience, pending convincing resolutions of our concerns, but this is not God's way. We must first ask ourselves: am I willing to do what it takes to get an answer from the Lord, or do I simply want to do the things my way? When it comes to doubt, we want to get the answers that we want right then. But His way isn't always that way. Maybe His way is to allow us to struggle a little. Because it's during that struggle that we become stronger. In John seven seventeen, the Savior Himself taught this pattern when He said, If any man does his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. I want to testify that doubts make us stronger. These doubts help us deepen our faith. These doubts allow us to have a closer relationship with God and with Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. 
We live in uncertain times and there may be doubts that surface. In my old self of living to be safe, I would push them aside and not deal with them. I wouldn't ask hard questions. I just went with the crowd and lived on faith. I'm not saying that it's not good to live on faith because sometimes that's all we have to live on. Sometimes we may never have an answer or even understanding and we have to live by faith. But the point I'm trying to make here is that if all we do is live by faith, we are not having situations to deepen our relationship with our Heavenly Father and be able to experience how the Holy Ghost speaks to us. It is the constant uncertainty, questioning, moving forward with faith, stepping back, not knowing what to do or what is next, asking, having faith, not feel right about something, reevaluate, pray, fast, ask again, listen, change directions, deepen our understanding, and finally moving forward, all to have more questions. This is how we deepen our faith. It is doubt that puts us on the path to deepening our faith. So we should not be afraid of doubt. The only question we need to ask ourselves is what are we going to do with our doubt? Are we going to move closer to our Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost? Or are we moving farther away? Having questions does not mean you are guilty of some great sin. It's the opposite. Questions are a part of life and are necessary for our progression and increasing our understanding. We will all have doubts. And if we put our trust in men, we will have plenty of doubts. I have to admit, the last couple of years have been really hard. And I've had many doubts. I've had doubts in my own beliefs. I've had doubts in my foundation. I've had doubts in my pride. I've had doubts in men. I've had doubts about my own ability to make right choices. And I've even had doubts in listening to the Spirit. At times, I've even wondered if there's even a place for me because of my beliefs and understanding don't correlate with those around me. You may not feel exactly the same, but I know you have had your struggles in your own ways these last couple of years. But it has been through these doubts and uncertainties and fears and struggles that I have come to God to find peace and understanding. And most of the days, I never even found it. But the actions I was taking were the most important. I was doing something that brought me closer to God and I chose not to do something that took me farther away. During these last couple of years, I have grown closer to Heavenly Father, and I have been able to fine-tune how the Holy Ghost speaks to me. I have come to understand how Heavenly Father communicates to me more. I have developed a much stronger relationship with the Holy Ghost. President Nelson said in these last days we will never survive if we don't have the constant companionship of the Holy Ghost. Even though I have struggled the most during these previous years, I have never had so many multiple prayers on my knees every day, 
pleading for guidance and understanding. We are being prepared for these last days and we will experience at times what might feel more like that we can handle. Still, it is my testimony that if we turn towards God and His Son Jesus Christ and understand how the Spirit speaks to us, we will not falter. Our doubts, struggles, and fears will actually become blessings because we are being prepared to become strong warriors in the fight ahead. I feel like these struggles, these wrestles, these doubts that we have are actually in His plan. If I use all of these situations to go towards God, then I will be strengthened and I will have an increase in my learning and understanding. So be grateful for these moments of doubts because these are moments given to you so that you can have the opportunity to build a stronger foundation. I want to give you a challenge. Take your doubts to God. Ask Him. Plead with Him. Be on your knees. If you do this, your doubts will be your biggest blessings because your doubts will strengthen your relationship with our Heavenly Father and your doubts will be answered through the Holy Ghost because it is the relationship with our Heavenly Father that will get us through these difficult days ahead. So that's it for this week and I hope you take me up on this challenge because in the process you will see that your doubts will become your blessings and I'll see you next week. Do you want to take your search for light to a higher and more meaningful way? Visit me at yourjourneyofhealing.com where you can find more info on courses, retreats, and virtual mentoring. If you'd like to book me to speak at your upcoming conference, retreat, or get-together, send me a message. You can follow me at Facebook under Liz Watt or Instagram under Liz Hills. Let's share this podcast so we can make this world a brighter place. I'll see you on the next episode because you are important, you are needed, and you, my friend, are loved.